week I will not lie October in general has just been a really hard month in terms of school but school is like 90% of my life so it's just been hard we had we will have three exams this month I just had the second one this past Monday and then we have the next one next Monday and then we're done with October thank god and we had like a midterm like a standardized patient midterm this week as well so it's kind of like well, I was lucky because of the way the schedule was. My So the exam was on Monday, and then my standardized patient mid, midterm was on Thursday, but some people had it on Tuesday. So they didn't even have, like, the turnaround for that is rough. And I already felt like I don't have enough time to prepare, and I had, like, three whole days compared to the people who had to take it on Tuesday. Regardless, it didn't go back. I mean, I don't know. I think it went fine, but at the same time, like, I'm... I feel like a lot of people are like this. You're just very like critical of yourself and you're like, oh, I did this wrong and that wrong. And so we'll see how it goes. There, I know that there's some questions I forgot to ask and things like that. But I think overall it went good. I was most stressed out about doing like the different types of physical exams because we learned how to check people's eyes and ears and nose and throat so kind of figuring out that process of like how to do it when I eventually see actual patients it was kind of like if I can take a step back now and appreciate the experience like it was cool to try to start figuring out that process but in the moment my hands were shaking sweaty my heart was like pounding out of my chest my arm my hands were shaking like trying to find her optic disc I was like um okay and then just moved on because I couldn't find it but that's okay I will find I you know I'll get to a point where I'll be able to find it that moment is just not right now and I have learned to live with that but yeah and oh my god and also on Wednesday I thought I lost my car keys at school so on Wednesdays we have LMAM and anatomy so you like show up in either your scrubs or like gym clothes because that's what we wear for OMM you don't have to dress business casual so we have lockers for OMM and like the anatomy building so you can change you know into whatever outfit you need for that class so this past Wednesday I had OMM first so I came in in my sports clothes and then I went to the anatomy building changed into my scrubs went into anatomy whatever and we usually have like free snacks and stuff the week like the week of an exam a couple days after some student orgs will like sponsor buying snacks for people and it's really nice so of course after anatomy we booked it to the kitchen to go get some free snacks and my friend and I usually go study on Wednesdays after class at Starbucks for a little bit so I mean don't tell my dad because you know it's not great for the bank account but anyways so I was looking for my car keys I was like hmm they're not in the pocket that I usually put them in. So then I like took stuff out of the other pockets in my bag. And I was like, okay, it's not in my bag. Maybe I just forgot to lock my car this morning and the keys are still in the car because I have done that multiple times, unfortunately. So I was like, okay, you know, la-di-da, whatever. It's probably in the car. So I walk over to the car and I'm like, hmm, the door's locked. And usually the doors won't lock if the car, if like the car keys nearby. So I was like, the keys aren't in the car. So I definitely took them in. So then I like in the parking lot was like emptying my bag out. And I was like, my keys are not in here. Like I took my computer out, my iPad out, like everything I took out. And I was like, they're not here. 
So then I started, that's when I started panicking. I was like, okay, where could they have gone? So I went back into the building and I asked security. I was like, hey, like, has anyone turned in a pair of car keys? And they were like, no. I was like, okay, great. And then I went and checked lost and found. And then I asked the guy there. I was like, has anyone turned in any car keys? And he's like, yeah, no. I was like, okay, great. So I went upstairs and I talked to like the OPCAs who were in the who were in the OMM room. Unfortunately for me, they were working with other people. So I had to interrupt that and be like, has anyone turned in a pair of keys? And they were all just kind of like shocked for a second. And they were like, um, no. I was like, okay, great. So I went and checked my locker. No keys in there. I was like, okay. And then I went up to the third floor and asked like somebody at the dean's office. I was like, hey, like has anyone tur- turned in a pair of keys? No. It's like, okay, great. And so... I was like, the only other place they could be is the anatomy building, like my locker in there. But I'm 99.9% sure there's nothing in there because I usually put my scrubs into a bag to like take home to wash because that stuff is filthy. And I don't leave anything in my locker other than like my safety goggles. So I went to the anatomy building with my friend. I was like checking my locker completely empty. I was like, okay, great. So I don't know where they went. And so then we were like, okay, it has to be in my bag. There's nowhere else that they could have gone. Because I did remember when I was opening the door to go into the building in the morning, I transferred the keys from my uh, left hand to my right hand so that I could open the door. So I'm like, I brought these keys into the building. They're not in my car. So then I was like, oh my God, do I have to like turn my bag upside down and shake it around? And just to be funny, like I did that. I like zipped up my bag, shook it around upside down, and then I opened up the zip what do you know? There's my card keys just dangling off of the pocket. So there was like an inside pocket in the second kind of compartment of my bag. And I guess my keys somehow ended up in there and I didn't think to check there. Like I was checking like the bottom of my bag, if that makes sense. So yeah. And then I had to just like text everybody like, oh, you know, like I found my keys. Like, uh uh-huh. It was just so embarrassing because I literally told people on every single floor of the built one of the two buildings on campus if they had like had asked if they had found my lost car keys when in reality they were just in my bag. So yeah, that kind of sums up what the week was. It was a little bit chaotic, a little bit rough, but we made it to the other end. I'm recording this on Sunday and I think I really embraced the idea of giving myself a break this weekend, which I can't help but feel a little bit guilty about and that's kind of what inspired my topic idea for today. Oh and also I needed to talk about this. One of the things I did to relax was go watch the Taylor Swift Eras movie tour. Oh my god, Eras tour movie. I did watch it again on Friday. I went with Shiva and we were sitting next to this family And at first when we kind of walked in, I was like, oh, like, why is this like six foot super buff tattooed dude watching the watching this movie? Not to stereotype or judge, but I was just kind of like a little taken aback. I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I happened to be sitting next to him throughout the entire movie. This dude was jamming out like he knew all the words to the songs. And then I realized like it was a family because he was there with two little girls and like a mom. And I was like this is so cute and like the 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 annoying thing was those little girls kept running up and down because there was in fact a mosh pit of tiny children in front of the screen which was rather unfortunate for us but we were high enough up that we couldn't really see like they didn't obstruct our view which was good so it was kind of cute but after the like third or fourth time that they got up to run down there Shiva and I were like we're done with this 
Um, but yeah, no. So that was a very interesting experience. But I loved that movie. I loved watching it again. Was not bored at all. And I think it's way better when you know like majority of the songs, so you can sing along. And it was so funny whenever Taylor, whenever any of her songs had like curse words or anything, the dad would be like, "Oh my God, this movie should have been PG thirteen. Like, what's why? Why didn't they like bleep them out or whatever?" I'm like, "Okay." You shouldn't be bringing your six-year-old kids to... Like, how How does... I just don't get it. I did not realize that Taylor Swift had such a young audience. And they knew all of her... At least the two kids who were sitting next to us, they knew all of her old songs. Like, I thought they would maybe more know, like, Midnight, like, the new re-released albums that she's, like, re-released. But no, they knew songs from, like, when I was in middle school. So it's just weird. And anywho, i just been watching... A lot of football because <laughs> I wanted to watch the Ohio State Penn State game which was um yesterday at noon and I was like okay perfect like I'll just watch the first quarter like while I have lunch it's fine but I just forget how addicting football is especially when it's a good game and the Ohio State Penn State game for the first and second quarter because I ended up watching the second quarter it was a good game and it just it's like, yeah, a quarter's only 15 minutes, but it takes forever for it to actually be done, and so it's just a whole thing. And today, I watched the Chiefs game um, against the LA Chargers, 1,000% to see Taylor Swift, and I was satisfied. There was a decent amount of cameos of Tay-Tay, um, and, but it was a good game, too. Like I like actually do enjoy watching football. I just don't do it often, and I also don't fully understand the game, but I like it. Like I can appreciate um, talent, I guess, like, athletic ability, and my oh my, Travis Kelsey is one talented tight end, Jesus Christ, he had so many, um, catches, I don't know if that's the right, correct phrasing, but he did really good, and so it was really cool to see that, because obviously Taylor Swift is very good at music, and he's so good at football, I'm like, this is just such an amazing, like, couple, like, they are, they're hot, they're both talented, they're both smart, they're both okay with being in the limelight, like, I don't know, I just really, I really, this is a, I want to officially put out that this podcast is a trailer safe zone, I don't really know what their ship name is, I personally like trailer, I have seen other stuff online, but yeah, I'm, I'm a trailer stan, I love it, I don't know if it's gonna last, just because of how crazy literally everybody in America is about them as a couple and how you know they're together and whatever I think that that could maybe potentially put a strain on that relationship but I don't know either of them in any personal way whatsoever so maybe they're both fine I'm hoping that's the case because I love them and I really want it to work out and I really want it to last and I was listening to like Kelsey Kruppel's podcast today while I was working out and she was talking about it too and how much she loves them. And I was like, you know what? Let me watch the Chiefs game today. And then that was like three hours of my life was gone there watching the game. But it's okay. I'm recording this now after the game. So in case you didn't know, the Chiefs won. It was a, it was a good game. Like that's the reason. I don't know. It just kind of like sucked me in. And I was like, okay, I, I'll just watch one more quarter. I'll just watch one more quarter. And then all of a sudden there's a minute left in the fourth quarter. So, you know, that's how it goes. But I can't have a repeat of this next weekend because we have our last exam of October next weekend and I'd rather not um, fail that. Anywho, so today we're going to be talking about the difference of 
working to live life versus living life to work. I think because I said earlier, this has just been a really rough week for me and I've been trying to like decompress and relax this weekend. It's made me feel guilty about, oh, you know, I could be studying right now or I could be doing X, Y, and Z or like being productive. All you've done is watch football and try to see what Taylor's, how Taylor Swift reacts to Travis Kelsey scoring the touchdown, which was really cute. She did a little like, I don't really know, like a handshake thing with Austin Mahomes' wife, whose name I don't know, but I think general consensus people is that people don't like her. I'm not really sure why, but anywho, so yeah, so I maybe just wanted to do this more for myself than anything, but just give myself a little pep talk and anybody listening a little pep talk about, you know, the concept of living life to work versus working to live life. I think that that is, those are two opposing ideas, obviously, but it's hard to find that work-life balance and that middle ground between these two kinds of types of people. I think it's really important to do this, especially in like medical school, because like I said, there's that constant feeling of guilt of like, oh, I could be studying right now, or I could be like doing this right now. But in reality, if you're always studying, then you're going to burn out and you're just not going to be as passionate about what you're choosing to do for the rest of your life as you could be, which is rather unfortunate. And it's just a vicious cycle. I think it's really easy to compare ourselves to like what we see online of others. I think especially for me, like a lot of my friends are taking gap years or they've already got jobs in like different business fields and whatever. And so it seems like they're living their best lives or, you know, doing, they're like traveling to fun places and like going out every weekend and like doing all this fun stuff. And I'm just sitting here trying to learn the lumbosacral plexus, like what is life? But I think it's important to remember that what we see online is just a highlight reel and it's not the complete picture. And I'm, I mean, I think that's the case for most people with social media. It's definitely the case for me. I'm not posting pictures of my like three times a week mental breakdowns from school and life and just everything else that's going on. So, and most people don't. And that's okay. I think that there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I think it's just important to remember that and be aware of that as we scroll through social media and start to find ourselves comparing um, our lives to other people's lives. So let's first talk about the idea of living life to work. I think people who live life to work can't quote unquote turn off once they leave work. And that can look different. So like for me, like I can't turn off the studying once I leave the designated space that I study in, whether it's like my study room or a coffee shop or like the actual medical school when I come back home, like I just can't turn off. I have to keep studying. I can't give myself a break. Or, you know, for people working like typical nine to five jobs, going to a space in person, like an office building or something like that, once they leave that cubicle and they come home, they can't turn off. They're still doing their emails, you know, contacting people, whatever their work duties entail. They're still doing that when they're home even though they don't necessarily need to. I think that, of course, this ex exists on a spectrum and there's going to be versions of this that aren't necessarily leading to negative outcomes and more extreme versions of this that will definitely lead to negative outcomes. I think 
I would argue that if this is done to an extreme, it can very quickly lead to feelings of burnout and diminish other spheres of our lives like family relationships and friendships because if all the time you spend outside of work is still doing work, you don't have energy and time to dedicate to other parts of your life that are important in different ways. And in terms of burnout, I mean, once you feel burned out about something like and you don't give yourself a break, whatever that looks like for you, you there's a, you get to a point where you just can't push anymore. You just can't push through it. Like physically, you're just exhausted. Mentally, you're done. Emotionally, there's nothing left. Like you are drained beyond belief and you need a break. But I think that people who kind of have that man, mentality of like living life to work, it's very hard for them to kind of like switch up and give themselves a break because... At the end of the day, we all deserve a break. Everybody deserves a break, whether you think you do or not. For the most part, I think that breaks can be very beneficial. And it's hard for me. It's been really hard for me to accept that and feel okay with taking a break. Even if I have just been studying for like an hour or an hour and a half, I'm like, oh, like, you know, people, I see stuff online all the time of people studying for like four or five hours. And it's like, that's just not me and that's okay like I said don't want to compare ourselves to everybody and like get down about ourselves I think it's important to remember that we're all different and in terms of medical school like studying habits can vary very widely which is kind of unfortunate and annoying because like everybody especially when you first start medical school like you want to ask other people for advice but literally every single person has a different way of studying and a different way of doing things and different resources that they use you can't really, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt to take advice from people. It doesn't hurt to know the names of resources that are helpful, X, Y, and Z. But you have to put in that effort and time to figure out your own kind of study schedule, study plan, study habits. You can't just kind of follow what other people are doing. So anyways, I don't know what brought me to that side tangent. My The point is living life to work can be a good thing because that shows that you're very passionate about your work, you know, it's a huge part of your life, and for most people, I mean, work is inevitable, you have to work in order to make money, to pay the bills, to live life, like, you do have to work in order to support yourself, at the same time, it's important to carve out a life outside of work, so that you have other things that can be fulfilling to you, you know, whether that be like your social circles or hobbies or things like that. So, yeah, so that's those are my thoughts on living life to work. In terms of people who work to live life, I think that these people are able to, you know, quote unquote, turn off once they are out of a work setting. So whether that be leaving their office building or leaving my study room or you know wherever I'm studying if it's like a coffee shop or like the medical school buildings once I'm out of there I am done my brain is turned off I'm no longer thinking about the lumbosacral plexus I have moved on to better bigger and better things <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm doing for dinner and blah 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 you know what I mean and once I'm home I'm not worried about oh I could be studying this right now and I'm not feeling guilty about it because once I'm home I'm home and I'm not thinking about medicine and and I'm giving my my brain a break from that kind of field if that makes sense and I think that 
on a surface level, this seems like a really good thing, you know, it's nice to kind of have that balance between work and life, but I think that when you look into it a little bit deeper, people who work to live life, it could be because they're not passionate about what their work entails, and I think that's rather unfortunate because work is a big part of our lives for most people, and if you're not passionate about what you're doing, I think that's a big part of your life that you're not passionate about, that you don't care about. And that can kind of lead to like a lack of sense of purpose. I think we all want to like not have to work or not go to school, just like live on the beach or whatever, you know, that dream is for everyone. It's important to kind of go through challenging experiences in order to to find that sense of purpose. I think that that is a huge kind of takeaway from us dealing with difficulties and challenges in our lives. We learn lessons and understand, you know, what we in life find fulfilling and what we can see ourselves doing for the rest of our lives. Um, As cheesy as that is, I think that that is a huge negative kind of impact of people who work to live, who like just solely work to live life and it's like very much to that extreme. I was reading a Forbes article recently that was kind of talking about this topic, like living life to work versus working to live life, and they put it really well. So they said that work is not central in life, you are central in life. And I think that's a really good kind of takeaway message. It's hard to find that balance between these two kinds of schools of thought about like work and life and trying to find work-life balance. I think living life to work and working to live life aren't inherently like right and wrong. I think it is good to kind of find a balance between the two rather than trying to do one or the other. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, myself included. And I just want to remind people that it's okay to struggle with that. And I think it takes a long time to figure out what work-life balance looks like for you because It's different for everybody based on what your work is, based on what kinds of hobbies you have or like what you find fulfilling and what a break looks like for you. I think, again, that is another kind of annoying thing about life in general. It's it's helpful to take advice from other people, but everybody's unique and everybody has different circumstances. And so what works for somebody else might not necessarily work for you. And that's okay. You know, it's a part of figuring out how you can live the best life you can and currently now it feels like all I do is study but when I take a step back and think about what have I done today I really only studied for like probably two hours out of the entire 12, 13, 14 hours that I'm awake and so that is a small fraction (laughs) of the day and Today was not a typical Sunday for me. Like I said, I got a little distracted with football and I had I met up with Shiva to have breakfast in the morning and we filmed a YouTube video in her car actually. So stay tuned for that. That's going to take me a while to edit. But anywho, so like I did a lot of fun things today and I felt really guilty about it until I was thinking about recording this episode and I had to remind myself that I've had a rough week. And it's okay to do these things to kind of have a little mental break and recharge because that is just going to help me for the following week when I'm studying for my exam. I'm not going to feel as tired and burned out and I'll be 
quote unquote ready to go. So yeah, I think it's important to remember that you are central in your life. Work is not everything. It's important, I think, just to be aware of our own habits, like comparing ourselves or working too hard and not listening to our like body cues to take a break. Just kind of catch yourself and check yourself and make sure that you are doing things that, I guess, prioritize your own well-being, whatever that looks like for you. Like for me, I try to schedule at least one kind of fun event every week, whether that be going to a meal with my friends or, you know, meeting up with my family for dinner or things like that. Just at least one thing a week that I can look forward to is really helpful when I, I'm just not feeling motivated to study or do something that I've been putting off. I think about like, okay, like, you know, you have this thing to look forward to. You just have to kind of get through these different tasks and then you can enjoy and relax for a bit. So whatever that looks like for you, and it might not necessarily be like hanging out with other people, maybe that is a little bit socially draining, have a night in, order a pizza, watch your favorite movie, you know, it could be whatever you want it to be, and so that is just one thing that I do that helps me um, when I feel like maybe I'm doing a little bit too much of living life to work, and I need to start doing a little bit of working to live life, so yeah. That's all I had on that. For dinner, my mom came and made me food because I was like, I have no time to cook. Can you please come and help? And also, I don't really know. Like, yes, I'm 21 years old, but I don't really know how to cook. I'm just going to put it out there in all honesty. Like, I really have no idea what I'm doing half the time. And most of the time that I've tried to cook stuff, like, it just does not turn out good. So this week for my SMART goal... I tried to go the savory route. Emphasis on tried. So I had this block of tempeh from Trader Joe's that's just been sitting in my fridge for like two weeks now. So I was like, okay, like maybe I could make like something with the tempeh and do savory because the past two weeks I've done like sweet with the muffins. I was like, okay, let's, let's stop the muffin train for a second and let's try something else. So I tried to make um, tempeh bacon in the oven, but I messed up at the beginning already because the instructions clearly told you how to cut the tempeh block into like thin bacon slices and I just didn't read the instructions properly so I cut them into the wrong size so that kind of messed up like the baking time and it was basically just tempeh marinated and then baked so obviously the marinade was easy to put the put together and I added in my own kind of like flavors and seasoning and spices so it was actually flavorful because the recipe called for liquid smoke, and I don't have that, so I was like, oh, I'll just do some hot sauce, and I mean, I don't know, I thought it turned out pretty good, so that was fine, but the only thing is, like, it didn't really become, like, it's not really bacon, because the pieces are just too thick, so it's more like baked tempeh, unfortunately, but it still tasted good, so that's what I made this week, I had it for dinner with all the food that my mom made, and then, yeah, then I finished the game, and now I'm recording this episode, and then I'm going to learn the anatomy of the glutes, which is super exciting. But yeah. All right. Well, that's all I had for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I do feel like this one was a bit of a ramble, but you know, there's lots of things on my mind, and I'm glad I got to share them with you guys today. 
I hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next week once we are done with October, baby. All right, bye, love you.